Why do I always have the feeling that everybody's doing something better than me on Saturday afternoons? This is what people do. No, they don't. They're out on some big picnic. They're cooking burgers. They're making out on blankets. They're not at some mall in Jersey watching their friends trying to find the world's cheapest air conditioner. You should see what my father used to go through before he bought a car. He'd go from state to state. He was away for weeks at a time. It was like he was running for president he was going through the primaries. We'd get phone calls from hotels in New Hampshire. Well, at least you accomplished something. You got a fish. Big accomplishment. Fish. What do they do? What do you do? September 4th, 2016. Hello, everybody. Don't step on laptops. I generally don't. I did that, and it hurt. That's what you're most concerned about? Not, not the well-being of the laptop, but that it hurt you and your little foot. The laptop's fine. They're not step-proof. It's like a battleship laptop. It was made like 20 years ago and... You're using a 20-year-old laptop. You could kill someone with it. You're not using a 20-year-old laptop. It's at least five years old, which is like 20 in tech years. <laughs> okay, five years old. It's not even five years old. I think it is. I don't know. It's heavy. Okay. It's a weapon. Sure. They shouldn't let people bring those on airplanes. But no, three ounces of shampoo. Seems That's like a hazard. You you need to vent. You got to get some stuff off your chest. Go ahead. I might have some issues. Well, well, why not just discuss them? With... Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> you brought it up. What? I just. You. Yeah, it's then it you. started to go into like therapy territory and I'm not paying you for this. Well, no, <laughs> nor the listeners. Hi, everyone. How are you? Yeah, don't forget, you know, why we're doing this. Okay. Oh, yes, for the people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they clamor for twips. And so that's right. Here we are. So have some news. Have some news. Three of our shows were announced as Parsec Award finalists. Isn't that cool? Yay! Seminar and The Pendant Shakespeare are both finalists in the Best Speculative Fiction Magazine or Anthology podcast category, so they're competing against each other there. That's cool. And The Archer and Armstrong Production Journals are a finalist in the Best Podcast Speculative Fiction Content Creation So congrats category. to all you people and you're talking. Great talking, folks. Yep. Good job. Super good diction. Whoa. So <laughs> that's very cool. Although I think the awards are actually this weekend when the episode, this episode of Trip is coming out. So, um. You might know more than we do. If not, oh, I think the results should be out relatively soon um, after this episode goes up. So keep your eyes open and find out. Or wait a month and we'll have the news next time about if we won any. I mean, if you don't feel like Googling. Right. Yeah. If you're super patient or you just don't care. <laughs> it's probably the latter. <laughs> um, we are working on a bit of a secret project. Really? You're going to bring up secret projects? Yeah, because it's exciting. It is exciting, but there's nothing to tell people. I know. And the reason we're not telling anybody is because we don't know if it's going to work. It's um, And yet you mention it. Yeah. Because it's fun. So later we'll vaguely say, we failed. <laughs> We're hoping to not fail. We're hoping to succeed. But if we succeed, it'll be gangbusters. Right. Total gangbusters. So 
we're gonna it's something Pendant's never done anything like this before and we don't know it's just we got this crazy idea and we're like i'm i'm getting frustrated listening we, to you or should we not do this and we talked to a few people and we're gonna try so we'll see what happens and that's the end of the secret project news that was terrible. I'm sorry if we've angered you. <laughs> you should apologize for that. Uh, okay, there is going to be some uh, shifting of positions. That sounds dirty. Over on the Pendant Shakespeare. Um, Why you gotta old... be that way? I gotta be me. Mm. Good old Landon Bell is going to be stepping down um, as the lead director after Romeo and Juliet, the sitcom, which is um, just coming out this month, the first episode uh, of The Five. But after that, he will be stepping down, and he'll be staying on as the dramaturge. But um, assistant director, Sven Halverson, will be moving up to lead director. And coming in to be an assistant director is George Linfield, who was previously um, assistant director on Henderson and Havner. Yay! So, congratulations to Sven and George! Can't wait to hear what you guys do. And Landon, thanks so much for all the years you put in on the show. And uh, Landon's still going to be around. He, he's hoping to direct other stuff. He just needs a bit of a Shakespeare break for a while, which you can understand after a long time. So, you'll probably be hearing more of his directing soon. Okay, yeah. Good job, everyone. Hooray. <laughs> From Colorado Springs, Colorado, we have Paul Brueggemann on the line. Hello, Paul. Hello. How's it going? Oh, just fine. Excellent, excellent. Welcome to TWIP. How are things are good? Things are good. Yes. <laughs> Colorado Springs not on fire anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> yep, yep. We had a couple scares a couple years ago. Yeah. But we're we're good. We're rebuilding and getting stuff back to normal. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> um, I apologize right now for the sound of my voice. Apparently um, I've developed allergies and um, my voice is going to go back and forth between a 13-year-old boy and Barry White. Because <laughs> it's been doing it all day. Well, I, I accept your... Uh, wait. Yeah, I accept your apology. <laughs> Thank you. In advance. <laughs> awesome. So, um, folks have sent in questions, and I have some questions, and hopefully Great. have answers. Otherwise, you know, this becomes very short and one-sided. As you say. Yes, as I say. <laughs> For those of you wondering why we're laughing, it's because we mentioned this before we, we started off. So um, let's jump right in. Um, people who have been long-time listeners of Pendant have heard your name for quite some time. A little bit, yeah. You are all over the place. We've got you in Kingery. We've got you directing seminar. We've got you in Genesis Avalon. We've got you in a bunch of Shakespeare. And, of course, Archer and Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Where do you find the time, man? I I just kind of don't anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's been hard juggling juggling uh, all of that plus work, and uh, I recently got married. And congratulations, thank you, sir. Um, so yeah, I mean, the the greatest thing about directing seminar is that it releases bi monthly, and so I don't have to work as much on on stuff. Uh, so, but overall, I mean, the last interview I had was, 
what, five years ago, four years ago? Your interview for TWIP was last on, uh, aired in TWIP 22, I believe that was 5-18-2013. Okay. So just over three years ago. Yeah. So but I it mean, seems like five. Yeah, it does. Um, but just all that to say, just um, the, all of that work has been spanned out for over three years. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a lot, but in you know when you look at it on a timeline, it's pretty spread out. Mm. How long have you been directing Seminar now? Uh, episode 50 was my first. So uh, I don't know when that was. I can look it up, but I don't know off the top of my head. Well, I have my cheat sheet up here. So Get your cheat see. sheet. Yeah. <laughs> also known as PendantAudio.com. Dun, dun, dun. If you didn't get this off iTunes, you got it there. Uh, looks like uh, last April 12th was 70. Yeah. Uh, April 12th, 2013 was my first uh, seminar direction. Okay. Awesome. April, so that was, that was a month before the interview, I guess. Yeah, so we didn't talk about that last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, but as you know, we like to um, give time in between production and release, so mm-hmm. I've been working on it, I think, maybe since December of 2012, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, or earlier. I can't remember how long they, I think it's four or five months or something like that. So, yeah, I've been working on it for a while. <laughs> yeah, I know, this, I know the the one seminar short that I've had the opportunity to be in, mm-hmm. um, the um, script came to me like three months before the lines were right. due or something really right. long. Yeah, and then even before that, uh, they're starting, you know, the scripts get turned in, uh, Susan gives those to Jeffrey, Jeffrey puts them together and sends them to Kat, and, or, well, back then it was um, uh, Colin Mm -hmm. or Bernadette, it was either one of those two. Right, at some point it was Colin. Right. (laughs) And now it's Kat. And now, yeah, it's back to Kat. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a long process, and it's pretty it's pretty fun to be a part of that because you get a new cast every month or mm-hmm. or two months, and so you, I get to deal with that and uh, get new actors, new stories, new everything. And how is that better, different than say a a running show? I mean, you actually have the best of both worlds, right? Because you've got the shorts and you've got the rappers right. to to direct. Right. Um, well, I haven't done a whole lot of the regular shows. I, I help out every once in a while when they need me wherever, but um, I haven't been able. I haven't had the chance to direct a continual one with a reoccurring cast, so I wouldn't necessarily know if it's better or whatever. But um, it's it's um, I don't know. It's really cool seeing new people come in and. And and play different parts, and or even the same actors coming in and playing different parts, or even in the same episode playing two different characters. Right. Uh, so I guess from the from the casting point, it's it's just interesting. It, I would I don't know if it's better or <laughs> worse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's harder? Um. Or just different? Because it's bi monthly, I wouldn't say it's harder. Mm-hmm. If it was monthly, I would yeah definitely it would be because you have to go through those auditions every every of uh, every couple months, and I'm getting you know upwards of twenty to thirty auditions. 
Wow. And I have to I have to listen to all of them. Um, so if that was monthly, it would it would be taxing, I think. Yeah, I can imagine. That's right. a lot to listen to. Yep. Because every character has like what about three line, two or three lines. Yeah, we try to give two or three lines for the casting calls. Um, you have three and... takes of each line usually for. Well. Right. For an audition, you don't have to do that. We right. only ask we only ask for three takes um, for the production, so we have something to choose from to um, to play against the other actors. So mm-hmm. if you're auditioning, you can only you can, you, sh- you can give one line. There's nothing else to back it against, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, last time we spoke. Um, you were just getting started, not just directing seminar, but um, your character of yes, I'm going to talk about Genesis Avalon. <laughs> I know, Landon, I know. Uh. <laughs> your character of Leo Blake, who mm-hmm. I loved. I thought oh, Leo was one of the best knights that we had. He was. Uh, you played him, and he was a ton of fun. Well, thanks. Tell, tell me about that. That that you got to play a knight of the round table. I did. Yeah. Um, I got to play, uh, the, I guess I, I would say it's a reincarnation of, of Lancelot. Um, I auditioned, I think for both of the two, Leo and Gabe, mm-hmm. um, cause, um, Arthur was already cast, um, right. back way, you know, episodes before, but I auditioned for those two, you know, it was fun. It was a fun thing. I didn't think it would you know, pan out. Cause when you audition, you're auditioning for so many things and you only get one out of, I would 10 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't expect anything, but then I get that email and then, um, start playing him. But then I actually find out who he is and I got, I got super excited. Um, because cat wasn't going to tell me anything until the audience knew. Right. When you, when I found out he was going to be, you know, Lancelot, I got pretty excited. I had suspicions, but I actually, um, during the time that was happening, I had a friend named Leo, and uh, I actually based a lot of the the mannerisms and characteristics on him, because um, he actually is a lot like Leo Blake. Uh-huh. So that was easy to, to take in and um, um, portray. I, I think one of your memorable lines, and I hope I'm remembering this correctly. If not, I blame the meds. Um, uh-huh. When Leo has the realization of who he is, uh-huh. he looks at a table. He goes, "This table is square." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this table is square, and it needs to be round or something like that. But it, that has always stood out as probably. I don't even think he said it has to be round. It's, uh, it's right, right, right. but this table is square. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. He had a lot of fun lines that I just went with. I think that's the the one character that I took the most liberties with and just did the most ad libs with. Um, I don't do a whole lot of ad libs honestly because I don't I don't have that <laughs> mental capacity. I'm not like a Pete Mylan or. <laughs> <laughs> He's wondering which one of us was going to invoke his name first. I know. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> He's got to come up. Um, but yeah, he I I just but this this character in particular gave me a lot of I think freedom and I think Cat gave me a lot of freedom too cuz mm-hmm. she wanted the characters to be uh genuine and so she gave, you know, in the notes that she sent, you know, 
keep doing what you're doing and play around with these guys. They're yours. And so mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun to do. Very cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So hopefully when Kat gets Patriot going, we'll at yeah. least get a little <laughs> bit of Leo coming back. And we've already gone down that road with Kat recently. Yeah, so yeah, gonna yeah. Leave that there. <laughs> Okay, Good. Landon. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have you been doing? You've been doing Shakespeare. You've been doing a ton of Shakespeare. A ton? We've got you in Macbeth, Much Ado About Nothing, Othello, Twelfth Night, Julius Caesar, and the upcoming Romeo and Juliet. Julius Caesar. Cinema Was I doing that? Oh, yeah. I had two lines in that. Hey, it counts. <laughs> that counts, yep. Hey, I had two lines in Genesis Avalon. It counts. <laughs> yeah, it counts. He was in it, guys. And don't you tell him otherwise. <laughs> yeah, um, that, hap that happens. You know, Shakespeare happens. Yep. yep. It sucks you in, man. It really does. Did you expect to be doing a lot of Shakespeare at Pando? No, not necessarily. Because... Uh, I mean, Shakespeare is brilliant, um, and even if you don't like him, I think a lot of people can respect him as a as an author. Mm -hmm. um, so I I didn't ex you know as an actor you try to get into stuff like that, but it doesn't always land. Mm -hmm. But I guess <laughs> there's a pun. Landon <laughs> uh, appreciated uh, what I was doing in Colin too when he was directing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, you just audition for whatever's out there a lot of times, and I just auditioned every time it came up. And, you know, I didn't get all of them. I, I didn't get the ones I wanted, but, you know, it just happened. You know, Shakespeare happens. Yeah, and sometimes you audition for one role, and, you know, Landon's got a casting call with, you know, four or five roles, and they're right. like 40, 40 characters, characters yeah. to handle. So. Yeah. yeah. And you got to yeah. expect that. Shakespeare's like a box of chocolates. You'll never know what you'll get cast in. <laughs> Wait. I guess you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> Any particular role that stands out as like one that you really like to doing? Um, Orsino was a lot of fun to play. Uh huh. Uh, just because he was just kind of a ditz, <laughs> and that was, <laughs> that was kind of fun to be just like the whimsical, uh, the whimsical type of character. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really know what was going on. And just, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Also, Benedict mm. was a lot of fun because I, I adore David Tennant's uh, uh, portrayal of him. Mm -hmm. And I based a lot of my my takes on his, on his uh, role in that. Okay. So that was a lot of fun to do. And, then, and in, in okay. Macbeth, I, I, uh, I think I had one line in Macbeth. And I got killed by Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in the cast list, so yep. there you are on my list. <laughs> it counts. It definitely counts. You also had a role in The Kingery, where you were um, French. Up until about 15 minutes ago, I had forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> and you were French. Right. Uh, yep, I was French. And where did uh, you learn your French accent? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Watch I, some Julia Child, maybe. Or... <laughs> I've never seen that. 
No. <laughs> she always sounded like she had a French accent. Oh. So you're... Uh, Go ahead. Did you base the, the base it off of anything, or did you just kind of pull it out of memory of stuff you saw or heard? Uh, it was um, actually that character, Matthew, um, was reminiscent of one of the characters that I had played previously in another show um, with a completely different accent. So I played... Matthew, the same way I played this other character mm -hmm. with a French accent. Okay. So it was kind of just the memory of doing that character. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So let's, um, you know, we've, we've talked about you directing. We've mm -hmm. talked about you acting, writing. Uh, question? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, like I said earlier, I don't have that. Um, creative um, capacity, that mental capacity to, to put ideas on paper in a good way. Um, <laughs> that's what my wife does. She <laughs> she can do that, but I cannot. Is I take she other independent. No, I, ah. we we've talked about it, but I don't. You know, we're we're just a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on, and we're busy and stuff. So, sure. but um, I take. My mind works in the, you know, I take other people's ideas and I mold them and bring them into, uh, bring them to life. And, like in seminar, I take people's writings and I bring life to them. So that's, that's what I do. <laughs> Excellent. And you do it well. Thank you. So let's talk about the other big thing you have going on as of late. Oh, uh, what could that be? What could that be? Um, Archer <laughs> and Armstrong. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is <clears throat> this is this is fun. I liked. You sounded like you had a blast doing this. It was a lot of fun. Now, I, uh, I, I, I will pause and say that if you have not downloaded <laughs> Archer and Armstrong as of the yet, the Bottomless Satchel edition. The Bottomless Satchel edition is now available. Go. Get it. Get the full thing. It's six hours of entertainment, people. It's amazing. I have all four individual episodes. I want to get the Bottomless Satchel Edition just so I can get the other stuff. Yes. Pete Mylan and I have a hour and a half conversation about all of the episodes. Nice. As well as outtakes and bloopers. And it's really inexpensive. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. our journal on Shrug Plug. So get it, get it now. <laughs> Stop <laughs> listening. Go download. Get it. Listen. Come back. We'll be here. We'll be here. I'll still sound like this, unfortunately, but we'll be oh. here. I'm debating whether to do auditions with this voice or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you can keep it for later ones, then yes. <laughs> so um, Archer is a major character for. He's everywhere. He's actually he has a, a girlfriend um, in uh, Faith. <laughs> <laughs> so how was it playing a character of this magnitude? Intimidating, to, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey emailed me asking me to audition, and uh, I looked at the casting call and I had no idea. Oh, excuse me. Um, I had no idea what. Valiant was no idea what Archer and Armstrong was. Uh, so 
I went in blind, pretty much. But then I find out that Valiant is pretty big. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that people are going to actually hear Archer as a character. Right. And so as soon as that started started to settle in, it was... You're the first started, one. Right. It started to become very intimidating. Um, luckily, I, I realized all of this after I'd recorded all four episodes. <laughs> so uh, it wasn't... Like, it was just in any other role... Um, while I was recording, but then as we're doing these this post production work, um, it started to sink in. Very cool. So you you went you know headfirst into it, and mm-hmm. you could hear the intensity of Archer and in his voice. But you got to do the coolest little like side bubble. Oh my god! I forget how you guys refer to it in the uh, production journals. Yours, is, by the way, is the Archer Armstrong production journal number eight. Number eight. And if you haven't heard that, we have a feed for the production journals. Go listen. Free. You can free. hear all about like a lot more than we're going to talk about here about Paul doing Archer in this show, right there. Mm-hmm. So you can and listen to that, and 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 that's all the production journals are free, not just Paul's. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you ask a question before? I did. Um, what was it? <laughs> about the, the side bubbles. Uh, like what about them? Doing the, uh, um, like the definitions of the things that you're doing at the, yeah. at the time. How Were those hard? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you download the Bottomless Satchel Edition... Uh-huh. You can hear the bloopers of, of me saying all those things uh, in a not-so-graceful manner. Because <laughs> uh, during the uh, table reads, which are also in the bottomless uh, satchel mm-hmm. edition, you can you can hear me stumble over all of those. And then Jeffrey um, suggested, hey, um, so he's doing these all in his head, and it's almost real time so can you speak faster when you're doing those and i was like uh <laughs> yes yes boss yes boss <laughs> and uh, so uh it, it it proved even more difficult after after that direction yeah it was hard <laughs> <laughs> so um blooper reel in the bottomless satchel edition yep gotta go get that again yep. um so you're playing this iconic character for Valiant. What's the best thing about that? What's the and then what's the worst thing about that? The 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 best thing, um, just I think there's something I don't want to say cool because that doesn't that doesn't adequately describe the actual feeling. Um, it's but I'm going to use it anyway. It's <laughs> cool to know that people love Archer already, and mm-hmm. um. All the reviews that we've been getting have been saying, oh, yeah, the voice acting is is amazing and blah, blah, blah. Is really It really um, is heartwarming for me as an actor um, to know that, you know, this person or this character that is, that is already adored and loved by these Valiant fans is, uh, is being, in, in my portrayal of that character, is being accepted. Mm-hmm. That is probably the coolest part. Um, oh, definitely. And the hardest is knowing that 
there are people out there that don't like it. That's fine. Sure. But I think, I mean, and that's not even like hard. That's just life, and that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's probably the hardest part, I think. Right. Right. Okay. That's fair. If that if that makes sense. No, it does. Was there any particular scene or that you can like just touch on? Because I know we can't do spoilers or anything like that. Well, we we Was can. There's something do that you really like, really, what we're really proud of. Proud of. Um, and it's okay. Like Jeffrey and uh, Susan were saying during the production journals, it's okay if we talk about the whole thing because. The comic's been out since 2012. It's <laughs> all right. Then. So there are really no spoilers anymore. Um, but I don't know. The proudest moment, even though it was the hardest part about uh, the the role, was probably the uh, the little the definitions, the the little um, uh, what do you call it? Blurbs. I don't know what to call them. Sidebars. Sidebar. Yeah. That's sidebars. A, that's the word. Um, cause that's the part I felt more, most accomplished about, mm-hmm. uh, cause it was so hard at first, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the, 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 proudest moment, I think. Okay. That seems fair. Yeah. And also the, the character arc, uh, going from this naive homeschooled, uh, cult teenager to this, um, and he's like at the end he's still figuring out who he is and what his purpose is but he's he's come a long way from that naive teenager who was part of a cult right uh, and he's he's you know starting to make his own decisions mm-hmm. uh, that whole character arc was listening to the whole thing was satisfying for me to know that it did come across as you know that whole arc hopefully we will be doing more and we will hear more of you as Archer. <laughs> that would be cool. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, um, do you have any other projects or other things going on that you would like to promote or, and or plug at this time? Uh, okay. Well, I, I have a, I have a Instagram uh, that I've been doing art on. Uh, okay, if cool. anybody wants to follow art by Paul Jr. And that's Jr. JR. So art by Paul JR. Uh, It's just uh, kind of a daily following of me and my wife, and I draw little cartoons of what we did that day. Uh, So if anybody is interested or curious, there's that. Very cool. (laughs) Um, Twitter, Facebook, other. Uh, Twitter, I am uh, Polly B. Jr., and that's Jr. spelled out. Okay. That time. And you'll know me because I have the uh, I have a picture of Archer as my profile. Of course you do. And it's uh, the background picture is seminar. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, um, some bullet questions for you. Ready? Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know what we're gonna start with? Favorite Muppet. Sorry. Favorite Muppet. Uh, animal. Oh, nice. Favorite summer movie of this year. Of oh gosh, I didn't see a lot. Oh, Batman vs Superman. Okay. Favorite vacation spot. Mendocino, California. Ice cream flavor. Mint chocolate chip. Favorite TV series of all time. Uh, Lost. Is that it? That's it. Oh, okay. Great. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, folks can find me on Twitter at JG underscore QA and on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-A-B dot five zero three six. That's what they gave you, right? It was. I kept <laughs> saying I was going to change it, and I just, yeah, never did. I know. I took that line from you because you say it every time. Because <laughs> that's what they gave me. Yep. <laughs> Paul, thank you so much. I know scheduling was a little bit of a challenge. and uh, No worries, man. I really appreciate it. And again, I apologize for <laughs> my voice cracking as as I've gone through or not being audible at all at some points. There were some things you said that I laughed at that just didn't <laughs> actually come over as sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, apology accepted. Again. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And... <laughs> We will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. Bye. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, September 7th. Kingery. <laughs> what the heck happened? I don't Your know. Your brain shut down. That was crazy. <laughs> I just stared. And I was like, wait. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Season 8, episode 11 of The Kingery. There you go. Boss, turn on everything you got, like right now. Next time on The Kingery. Listen, Zeph, I'm gonna go. Dakim, don't. What do you want me to say? Oh, you know. I'm cool with you knocking me out and dragging me out to your place while I was having a truly spiritual experience. Is that what you want to hear? You aren't even going to give me the chance to explain? How could you possibly explain? I just have to finish off the last upgrade and you'll be good to go. Now remember, you can block anyone who talks to you through the communicators. You can let them hear whatever you like. It's your mind. It will take practice, though. So, for a while, it might be a bit tricky. And people go around with this all the time. Every day. Like it's nothing. Yes. But they also update their wetware every five years. Ugh. I couldn't have known this was this big at the beginning. But you knew something was up to begin with. Is it fair to say that if you had looked into this yourself, we would have known earlier? Maybe. They kept telling me they were trying to figure it out. But there is no way in hell I was going to be sticking my whole face into one of your competitors' business problems. Oh, now why is that? Well, I'm sure we all want to know why it is that innocent Madeline Gray wouldn't take two seconds of her precious day to save every life on the damned planet like it was her job. Only at PendantAudio.com I'm going to feel this in the morning, but... I am so pumped right now. I've always wanted to do this. Coming out Wednesday, September 14th, Romeo and Juliet, the sitcom, part one. Act one. Act one. Jeez. Uh. And we're live in three, two, one. This summer... A new kind of love story comes to Pendant. Welcome, gentlemen. Ladies that have their toes unplagued with corns will have a bout with you. <laughs> Good pilgrim, you do wrong your hand too much. 
Which mannerly devotion shows in this? For saints have hands that pilgrims' hands do touch, and palm to palm is holy palmer's kiss. Have not saints' lips, and holy palmer's too? I pilgrim, lips that they must use in prayer. <laughs> is love a tender thing? It's too rough, too rude, too boisterous, and it pricks like thorn. Ugh. <laughs> if love be rough with you, be rough with love. <laughs> Susan and she, God rest all Christian souls, were of an age. Well, Susan is with God. She was too good for me. But as I said, on Lamas Eve at night, shall she be 19? That shall she, Mary. I remember it well. Mary. That Mary is the very theme I came to talk of. Tell me, daughter Juliet, how stands your disposition to be married? It is an honor that I dream not of. An honor? Were not I thine only nurse? I would say thou hast stuck wisdom from thy teeth. <laughs> from the mind of Wild Bill Shakespeare, that's me, comes the new hit comedy that USA Tomorrow calls Marvelous and Rolling Pebble calls the best new comedy of the season. Find them out whose names are written here. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, the sitcom, part of the Wild Bill Variety Show. Yippee! Listen or catch up anytime on desktop or mobile at PendantAudio.com. And follow me on Twitter at The Wild Bill Show. Yeehaw! Now, where are my Cuban cigars? Coming out Monday, September 26th, Active Radioactive Radio, Episode 7. I still haven't recovered. It's fine. It's fine. Just move on. Hello, hello, Audio Apocalyptica. This is Johnny Franks on Active Radioactive Radio for everyone who pines for the days of pines. Those were a kind of tree, right? Johnny thinks so. Coming to you live from my mountaintop bunker with an energy and excitement that belies the inner turmoil that plagues this exceptional specimen. Because it seems that when Johnny spoke in haste before, that was also speaking in haste, and perhaps we're seeing some sort of pattern emerging that would make Johnny uncomfortable if he thought about it for too long. But sometimes, well, sometimes even the most sure-footed of starry romances can find the rocky ground wobbly beneath their feet. And what I'm trying to say is, it's over between me and Johnny, too. Now, now, I I hear your wails of heartbreak and and pleas for answers, but my private life will remain just that. Love is never easy. Suffice it to say, there are some problems with human-robot relations, and let's say no more about it. But if you want to look on the bright side, this means Johnny's single again, my babies. Hit me up with your love letters and let's make some sweet, sweet textual love. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> well, that's the end of the show, thankfully, since someone can't keep it together. The heat has addled my oh, mind. Oh, it's the heat's fault now. Or sure. the humidity. Uh-huh. 
It's never humid in Southern California. This is weird. It has been for the past month or so. It's disgusting. Oh. How did the rest of you deal with it? Enjoy this weather report direct from <laughs> Twip. It's irrelevant to all of you, but you know. I'm sure other people are experiencing heat and humidity. If this weather report applies to you, <laughs> apply it to yourself. <laughs> okay. Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Pendant Audio, the Twitter feed at Twitter.com slash Pendant Web, and the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. And Fighting Cats. <laughs> Thanks for listening. They're still going. I don't know if you if that's Mike I bet you can't it up, even hear it. They're just gonna think we're further crazy than we already are. <laughs> we hear fighting cats. Everywhere I go. <laughs> Cat fights. We're sorry. Mm.